Awesome. Well, welcome. Hello. Hi. Um, we are officially in our last Sunday of We Are Made For, our reforging series. And so last week, uh, I started the Being a Witness, Made for Being a Witness, and this week we're going to close it. And so last week really talked about the heart of God and, and how that places a specific, very specific call on our lives, right? And this week, um, we're going to unpack that some, but I just wanted you guys to see these again because as we've gone through the Reforging series and we've been focusing on some of these, they're going to be themes that we will be seeing not just in this series, but be carrying out throughout the, the focus of Oak Ridge going forward. And so um, look forward to seeing and hearing more about these topics in the future. So this is where we left last week. If you guys hopefully remember, we left with this slide and two homework assignments. Who remembers what they were? Pop quiz. Come on. Romans 12 and John 15. John 15. Cool. Woo. We got it. So that was it. Um, my hope is that we read those. Um, where, where, we, where we left here was this. We, we talked about first about focusing our life service. Remember, we, we talked through Moses and how he was a servant of God, and his maturity was then poured out onto the, the congregation of Israel at that point in time, right? And he, and he had that, that focus for setting things and, and the best aside for things eternal. And then we talked about how towards, towards the end of last week, we talked about our life bearing a witness, and we said that it should speak to his glory to all. And we went through the whole way through, and it was um, Revelation 7, 9, right? And it talked about every knee, all tongue and all nations, and just the beauty there that, that closes the, the book of the Bible. And, and uh, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but I left, like, teaching that. From, from my perspective, I left... Uh, impacted, and, and just then when I, I did my homework too, as I was reading John and, and Romans, and it just like, it kind of pulled at me, and it's like, it's a, it's a big mission, and it's an important one, one that, and then sometimes we get a little overwhelmed by it. So today, that's why this is two parts, because today we're going to take that and do some practical steps to help us be and get more comfortable with that. So I wanted to provide an example. Um, so I grew up loving and, and still do love Legos. So if you have a Lego set and you start it with something small, this is a eight set. I found this instruction booklet from when I was a kid. It's from the 90s, we won't say the date. Um, and so it's, it's pretty basic because what we're trying to get to is, is a little more on the basic side, right? But so this one, was one of my favorite sets as well. So this is Lego Death Star 2. It's approximately 3,417 pieces, give or take zero pieces. Or sometimes they give you these extras, right? And those are always fun, kind of like a curly fry in a straight fry box. Mm. Um, so if we look at this, I don't know how well this comes out there, but this thing, it's about this big when you put it together, right? And it stands stands about this hall. So it's got some size. So if we just said, here's a box of Legos, put it together, that would be maybe a little overwhelming. But what we have instead, that Lego has done, is broken this down into a whole lot of steps to get from, let's say, here, a superstructure of the inside of the Death Star, right? To finish it to here, 
right? And it's really neat. It helps my brain because along the way, there's a whole bunch of really cool pictures that kind of take you step by step by step. So we're going to use that same kind of technique today to do some of our workshopping, if you will. A lot of these tools, uh-oh, Ben, can I get a slide? There it is, a slide, thanks. Um, a lot of these tools that we're going to be using and we're going to be talking about coming up are, are from this awesome resource that our church, so, so before we talked about being a witness, Dave talked about the church, right? And so we as Oak Ridge are part of the Southeast Church Alliance, SICA, and so through that, we were able to come in contact with Burke Wilson, and, and lo and behold, there are some Wilsons actually in our congregation too, which is also pretty helpful. Um, and so we have been really enjoying the resources that they kind of helped to show us. It's this no place left, and they have some really helpful things, and we're going to talk about a couple of them today. Those first two that are up there, Oikos and Three Circles, and Follow and Fishing. And it's not that there's anything wrong with those. There's only just so much we can unpack today. But we'll be hearing more about these as well in the future, not just on a Sunday morning. We're going to start to talk about these more on a Sunday morning. But then Oak Ridge, right, we like to say that we are a church made up of small groups, right? So a lot of the, the work and, and the workshopping that we're doing today is an example of what we're hoping for and really wanting in our life groups to be. So we'll see more of these not just on a Sunday morning, but also throughout your life groups as well. So here's, here's some of the points that we're going to talk about today. The very first one is oikos, which I already mentioned. And then we're going to talk about intentional conversations for being a witness and, and having a testimony. One of the awesome songs that we just sang about was like our life to be a testimony, right? So we're just going just gonna to scratch the surface of that one. And then we'll, we'll get to do an awesome gospel presentation today that um, I think is fundamental and fun and friendly all at the same time. So before we get way too ahead of ourselves, let's slow down. And I mentioned this, and I think actually, Dave, did you have Oikos? I think, yeah, in your, um, in your weeks as well. And so um, Oikos, what is that? Dave, I th oh, I remember this now because you made the yogurt joke. Dave's like, it's a yogurt. It is. Um, but it's, it's Greek for household, right? And, and the way that we are thinking about it is it's if you don't have like a particular household in mind, but it's the immediate world around you, right? Those that you're influencing, and we just talked about last week being more specific with that, in, that word influence, right? To, to be bearing a witness for God. So when we're influencing there, we're very specific on what we're influencing for. And so we're going to build an Oikos map, is what it's called today. And it looks something like this. I'm going to break this down and have some fun with it. So in a second... Um, we're going to pass out note cards and we're going to pass out pens. But before we do that, I want everyone to just take a second and I'll walk through this with you. Ready? All right. So that's me in the middle. Um, not because I think I'm important. It's just helpful to be in the middle of that so we can kind of branch out from there, right? This isn't like that me-centric. Uh, but what, what that means is that the, who are the people around me is re really where you want to start and to build this map. And so most of us have neighbors. I made this a little generic so that it helped get your, get your gears spinning, right? Most of us have neighbors, some coworkers, some family members. The goal here is to, right on here, as, as you've hopefully been thinking about this week and this topic coming up, those that have been on your heart to talk to about this. Now, 
think about this when we're, when we're going to be writing names down on this. We're not going to be, you know, waving them from, from the, the pulpit, so to speak. So take some comfort to, to write these actual names in when we do this. But these are people that we should be praying for daily to know God more, to, or us to be able to speak to them. Or maybe they need some help establishing a deeper relationship with God. And then what you see here, the cool thing about the Oikos map is that it's not just those that are immediately around you, but it, it helps you kind of get the perspective of a wider lens, so to speak, right? So it's not just those that are immediately around me, but they have people that are in their Oikos as well. And the idea there isn't to get overwhelmed with, well, there's a lot of circles up there and a lot of names. It's the idea that as you focus on, say, coworker A, that then you can help them and support them and or go together as they would want to speak to their wife, their son, or their daughter. Or say you have a family member, right? The this, this same thing is true there. So there it's as much of an encouragement as it is you know, not to get overwhelmed by like a, a large list of names to say that like this is all of my responsibility and it's all on me. And I mean, that gets the conversation going about watering and planting and, and that sort of thing. But maybe we'll try to stay out of that today. Um, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to have our first of two workshop times right now. Um, I'm going to ask, I have some people with, if you have a bin, raise your hand. So if you have, Elena has a bin, and I don't remember who, and Stephen has a bin. I have one more bin up here. Um, Ella, you're sitting in the front. Could you grab this bin? So um, they're going to hand out two note cards. Just try to focus, just grab one for right now. And if you don't have a pen, they'll have pens. You can ask for those. And we're going to walk through this on your own. You have a pen. Thank you, sir. Good job. And so... What we're going to do on, you, this is time on your own. We're going to do it all as a group together, but individually. Uh, so, so sit with yourself and put your name in the middle of that note card. And I'll talk about it in a second why it's a note card. Um, and then think about the four or five people closest to you that you want to focus on reaching and that you want to be praying for and digging into their life for. And go ahead and start there. And if you have time or you're familiar with this exercise, refresh yourself and still do it with me and build another layer on that. Now, if you have questions, that's awesome. Um, as we take some time here, myself and a couple others will be available. If you have uh, some freedom, please raise your hand and ask us and we can help, help you through this process some. Uh, but we're gonna take about five minutes and hopefully you get your supplies or you have them already. And, uh, and go ahead and work through this for me and with me. All right. Thank you. Again, don't be afraid if you have questions to raise your hand. And if you find yourself uh, having your names out and everything, please use this time to start praying for those people. Right, do this for me wherever you're at. Just take the last like minute here that we have, and even if you're still writing, just take this last minute and start praying for those people, please. Father God, we ask for, God, or, or just to understand or get a glimpse of your heart for these people. God, that that would be um, imprinted. God, that our hearts would be 
pricked, softened. God, just yearn for these people to, to continue to pray for them. God, to be able to speak with them just about who you are and our relationship with you, God, and wanting to share that with them. Amen. Well, thanks, guys. So one of the things that's nice to have that on a note card so I mentioned before when I was up here reading, right, I'm in Exodus, and obviously I can barely read that, so you all can. Um, but use your map and other papers that are in your Bible um, as, a, as a bookmark for where you're reading for that day, and that just kind of helps put it right in front of you every day. Okay. Hey, Ben, can I get a slide? Thank you. Um, so the two areas in the middle that we, we referenced on that introductory slide, we're just going to talk about here some. And again, I want to emphasize and really encourage at the same time the effects of life groups and where these conversations can really take hold. Um, and, and so intentional conversations, just to talk about these for a second, we need to remember, I ask, I guess, that we're remembering these three things, and, and these are things that have just been kind of coming to me um, recently, and each one just really impacting me. So last week, we talked about God's heart and, and our call as, as just a, a driver or a motivator, really. Just that, again, have that heart for God and understand His call for not just us, but to go out and reach those people. And I just wanted to, when, when we just talked about and we just prayed, but when we are speaking with people I cannot encourage you enough, and, and I've slipped, I think that's the right way to use on this, and just not got it, but when you hear someone, or you're interacting with someone, and they say like, or you ask like, could I pray for you for something? I, I promise you, you will be floored about the amount of appreciation and the power that it has if you would do it right then. So just to start that right there, and how much of an impact that has, rather than saying, I'm going to go take this away to somewhere else, secret or something like that, and hide it. Just to do it right there. And then the other thing that I want to kind of serves as, as both empathy as well as like encouragement or, or emphasis, really, is down here at the bottom is sinners witnessing to sinners, which seems like an odd statement. But that's the reality of what we're doing. And that is to say that we need to be able to have some comfort that we might not get it perfect or that we might not have it fully understood or captured yet, but that we need to take that at the same time and understand that that is what we want to be able to do is that we are a sinner and say that's that point of, of empathy is like, I, there's nothing special about me. This is a relationship for everyone. Right, and so it just it just helps to, I think, ease the conversation as you're as you're sitting there or as you're thinking about someone. Don't put yourself on a pedestal, and don't let yourself be put on a pedestal. Again, I I don't want to diminish these two in the middle here because we're not breaking them out today, but I didn't want to leave them off completely because they're just the they're so powerful. So testimonies. I thought one of the song selections that we had today, man, was just, was just awesome, and I was back there just really enjoying it, and I'd like to say two things here uh, as we talk about testimonies, just to understand that what we, 
what we usually or I'll say routinely think about as a testimony is like what God has done for your life, right? And so you think about the story of where God brought you from a sinner that you didn't know him to where you do know him and you have a relationship with him. But I would encourage you to challenge your testimony that it should be as fresh and as new as your relationship with him is. So we're talking about like a daily or weekly point of where he is in your life and what he's doing in it. So it's not just a completely past tense sort of thing. And those, again, at some point, hopefully in life groups, we don't have like it fully planned out. But we'll be encouraging life groups to take some time to unpack your testimonies and to have them ready so that we can be prepared to share them with people. But I just want you to start to think about that here as, as we talk about this witnessing topic. So we're, we're going to close with this. Again, another pop quiz for everyone listening. Um, maybe, maybe the younger folks here, we get them a little involved with this. So if you read with me here uh, along of Acts 26, we're going to read 22 and 23. It says, therefore, having obtained help from God, and you think about some of the bullet points that we talked about last week, right? That was, that was one of them. Help from God. To this day I stand witnessing to both small and great. I love this verse there, and that's one of the emphasis to put on it doesn't matter who it is, small or great, right? We're witnessing all the same. Saying no other thing than those which the prophets and Moses said would come. That Christ would suffer, that he would be the first to rise from the dead, and would proclaim light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. This short verse right here, maybe let's, let's give the kids a first pass. Does anybody know, can we summarize in like a word, uh, what this verse is talking about here, that, that Christ would suffer, that he would first rise from the dead and then proclaim life? Hold on, because it looks like I'm making you a favorite if I pick you first. Anybody else? All right, Xavier, go ahead. The cross? The cross? Y- yes, the cross is definitely involved, Absolutely. What else, what else do we call this statement right here? What is this a summary of? Come on, guys. You can speak out in church. Thank you, Dave Warshaw. Woo! This is the gospel. Nailed it. So we should, we should be okay with certainly saying that. I would think hopefully in church. My goodness, yes. All right. So what we're going to do now is for the rest of our time, we are going to work through a gospel presentation that, again, I previewed it as um, both pretty, pretty straightforward, but also covers, does a great job of covering the fundamentals. And so this is called the three circles. What we're going to do with the rest of our time, just to give you guys like a preview, if you will, of what's up, I'm going to kind of show you how it goes. I'm probably not going to show you perfectly, and that's okay. I'm going to show you how to share the three circles with someone. And then we're going to take some time. The fine folks that helped me pass out, they have little booklets that can help. And we are going to walk through as maybe turn and the person sitting next to you. Walk through this with that person. Kind of try it maybe once on yourself and then share it with them and then flip and listen as they share it with you. And we're going to do this as a practice 
And this is, again, another example that we could be taking some time out. I'd encourage, like, the life group leaders this week, if you could do me a favor, and as part of your, your sermon summary time, uh, hopefully we have some of that built in. Talk about oikos. Talk about the three circles some. Let everyone practice. So I mentioned, um, oh, I sat it down already. So the, the, the Lego booklet over there has a neat, I think, association with this, is even, even if you know it, just to just to do it again for me today, and as we practice in life groups, because, so the example I have is, so Xavier has a Lego Millennium Falcon, and just for fun, apparently, he will take it down and put it back up again, and I promise you, he's at the point where he almost doesn't need the booklet for that thing, just because he, like, has those steps in his head, they're, like, natural now, and he's like, yeah, this, this goes like here, it's it's cool. Um, So, just, just don't be afraid to keep practicing that, right? Just helps make it a little easier. All right, so uh, I'm going to, to walk us through this, and then we're going to try it individually. Bring that forward. Dave says it's too far back. Thank you, sir. That's about as forward as we can. Okay, so, when you, yes? Can you sit down? Thank you. <laughs> so, now I'm going to move it even further forward. When we're, when we're talking with someone, a great way to introduce this is something that as we're, as we're listening, I meant, mentioned empathy earlier, right? Just as we listen to people when we hear them, there's no shortage of brokenness in this world, right? And usually that's pretty easy to see. And you can, we can also see that in a number of different ways, people try to escape it. Maybe they're using their job, or maybe they're using money. Some people even just pour themselves into family. Some people, and this one can be a sneaky one, could even try to pour themselves into religion. But on, we're, on our own, we just kind of keep snapping back into this cycle of brokenness and this, this world of brokenness. But the Bible tells us that that wasn't God's design. God's design was love and perfection. But yet we don't reside there right now because we've chosen an individual path. We've left it behind and we can't go back because we individually, each and every one of us, choose to sin. And when we do that, we find ourselves in that broken state. But you see, God's design has even provided a way for us to leave this broken state and enter his love. He provided his son, Jesus. Jesus came down from heaven, and he bore our sins on the cross. He lived a perfect life and bore our sins on the cross, and then rose again to conquer death and fully redeem us. So as we find ourselves in this brokenness, through Jesus, we can repent and believe in Him. And in doing so, we would make Him king of our lives. And then after that, the Bible says that we will be a new creation. We will be restored and, and we will have redemption in him. 
And if we think about that Acts verse that we just read, this doesn't stop there, right? There's another step here that, actually, I almost didn't leave room for. Uh, There's another step here that we just don't want to get back to God's design, but we want to be able to speak with people and to help them get out of this brokenness. And so we are also called to go. I'll put it in right there. To go into brokenness. We're still here. And that has a purpose in and of itself. So then conversationally, we could speak to a person. I'm speaking to a whole congregation right now, so maybe not everybody answer at once. Where do you see yourselves? As you, as you understand this now, do you find yourself living in and getting trapped in this brokenness? Or, or do you identify and understand God's design and this is the life that you're living? And there's a decision tree, a really nice decision tree that can flow from here is if, if they find themselves over here, then that's awesome. And you can start to pray with that person just to support each other and figure out how you can continue to do that. And if you find them over here, then that's where you can walk them further out and say, okay, what, ab- what about this stops you or shru- do you have a struggle with to get over to here? And then you can talk through conversationally. I can't, I can't go through all of those options right now but, and help them over to understand God's design better. So this is the three circles. This is an overview of it. This is an example here. And this is what we're going to do now as, a, as let's say, two-person teams. Um, if you find yourself, which is pretty good, sitting next to your spouse, and you guys maybe are familiar with it, try, try breaking off and getting with someone that you're not as comfortable with. If you need some comfort, then go ahead and sit next to your spouse. That's okay. Um, we are going to pass out some—here, Ella, can I grab one of those? We could also use it, yeah, so you can have several practice sessions, um, and this way. Um, so there's little booklets here that will walk you through the steps that I just did. So we're going to pass those out now. Take um, about 10 minutes, five, five to 10. Uh, we'll help, I'll help put some, put some reminders out there. S- practice stepping through this with someone. Wait patiently and then listen as they step through with you. If you have questions, we'll be kind of, a couple of people will be available for assistance and happy to help you. All right, ready, go. Okay, guys, we got a little bit more time. Does anybody need help? You feel free to ask and keep, maybe try to work through it one more time. All right, guys, well, the music team has started to join us back up here, but before they get started, I want to thank you guys. I know workshopping might not be um, the first thing that you think of doing on a Sunday morning service, but I think it's great to be able to not just share this with you, but start to practice it right away. And so um, just encourage you guys to uh, keep using that. And, And as I say keep using that, understand that some of the thought process here is that this is a, you know, when I introduced it, hopefully I did it properly. I said it's a tool set, right? This isn't to be either the only way that this a gospel conversation can happen, or that it's the entirety of what that conversation is. But it is a tool set in order to help us be comfortable starting and having those conversations. So if you guys have more questions, feel free to reach out to the pastors, especially as you get into your life groups. 
Hopefully you start to see more of this worked in the life groups and we, we could practice and become more comfortable with this sort of thing. Um, I'm going to pray to close our time and, and um, I think Scott and, and company has another song here. God, I thank you. Um, God, just that the, the gospel itself, um, God, that it is just provided to us that, uh, that you do... From the very beginning, you, you not only have, but you show us your plan in your word. And that, God, that we would just understand that fully on our lives. That uh, the maturity of that then, too, would just be to be able to share that with other people, God. That we do that uh, out of love, God. Not out of compulsion or a necessity, God. That, but we do that out of love because we have and are, are maturing to understand your heart uh, for the world. Amen.